Update MD Docs. How are you guys doing? I am so excited that you're here. I am, well, I'm not sure when you're going to be listening to this episode, but whenever you are, I hope that your week has been going well. Mine has been going fantastic. I took some time off to spend some time with my kids and family and just chill and relax. And I wanted to spend a couple of minutes talking with you guys today and hence this podcast that I'm recording or video if you're listening or if you're watching. But anyways, thank you for those that are watching for the first time or listening for the first time. I'm Dr. Latifat. I'm a GI doc. And I also help women physicians have money because my goal is that you, yes, you will have money and you will be able to curate the kind of life that you want. For today, I wanted to speak with us about this topic that I think is super important. I know, I know, I know. It is important though. So I wanted to talk about some of the myths that is affecting your money life today. As someone that struggled a lot with her finances because no one taught me how to do money, I ignored my finances. I had so much shame about it. I ignored a lot of things. And when I finally decided to start paying attention to my money, I realized that the spaces that existed were not really made with me in mind. So that's why I created Money Fit MD so I could impact you, impact me, and we could all just create a generation of women physicians that are embracing their bad acidness. Is that a word? I don't know. right? That are just completely in their badass because we already are badass. And the goal is that our money isn't standing in the way of us creating the life that we want. So for today, I have this myth that I wanted to talk to you guys about. You may ask me why this is important. Listen, if you spend any time at all in medicine, you know that one, there is a lot of inequality when it comes to our pay scale, right? That happens for with gender, that happens with race and ethnicity. And the goal is that we fix that. It's as simple as that. We need every woman physician having money because ultimately when we do, we practice medicine in a way that's different. We practice, we make decisions in ways that are different. And we also enjoy our lives a lot more and we burn out less. And I don't know about you, but I want you to not burn out. <laughs> Anyways, so part of the myths that I'm talking about today are kind of the things that I experienced and also some of the things that I've noticed as I work with women physicians. Initially, I thought I was the only person that felt that way, but the more I actually talk to people, these are so common. And ultimately, in order for us to do the things that we want to do in order for us to fix the money issues that we want to fix, we have to go deeper beneath the surface, right? Because money is ultimately 20% math, but there's 80% that's behavioral, that's psychological, that has to do with how we think about money. And ultimately, if you think you cannot, you are right, right? Whether you think you can, or you think you cannot, you are right. So that tells you that our brains have a part to play when it comes to us being able to create the finances and the kind of life that we want. So back to the myths that we're talking about today. So the first one is this, I am a doctor, I'm not a financial person. Yes, completely me. Because ultimately, I don't know about you, but my goal was to be a GI doc and be fantastic at what I do, period. I was not like 
interested in anything money related. But I was telling myself over and over again that I'm a doctor. I'll let someone else deal with this money stuff. And what that led me to do was I actually hired a financial advisor. That was the first financial decision that I made. And ultimately, I ended up up undoing that by saying goodbye later on when I found out that that specific advisor wasn't really putting my priorities in terms of my financial benefits. You know, that was not their priority. So I ended up saying goodbye. But ultimately, I realized that no one can care as much about my finances like I do. And if I'm going to be getting up every day to go practice medicine, to sometimes leave my kids, sometimes get out of the house in order to do this, I don't think there's anybody in this world that cares more about my finances than I do, because ultimately the impact is going to affect me. And also remember financial advisors are human. What if something happens to them? Then you start freaking out because, oh my goodness, I've trusted someone else with my money. If you're going to hire an advisor, you want it to be complimentary, not alternative. So that first meets, I'm a doctor, not a financial person. Number one, that got to go. <laughs> it needs to go, right? And then the other thing as well I remind people about is that everything we do in medicine is the hard stuff. There is nothing with numbers that is harder than what you and I do on a daily basis. And if you can learn freaking glomerul on the Fridays and freaking RTA renal tubular ad, you know, acidosis and all those crazy biochem pathways we learn, I promise you this is nothing compared to that. And remember, there are tons of people that are walking around without our high level education that are doing this money stuff. So if they can do it, the only thing that's stopping us from doing it is because we think we cannot. So it's our mindset, okay? And then number two is, I don't have time. This is going to take too much time. Listen, that was one of my excuses for the longest time. And the thing is this, I'm a mom, right? I'm a business owner. I'm a physician. I'm a wife. I'm a sister and all this other stuff that you may be or you may be other things. And a lot of times when we look at our times, we're like, um, I only have 24 hours. Where the heck am I supposed to put this stuff in the 24 hours that I don't already feel like is enough? What I found, though, is this, guys. We all have 24 hours, and sometimes we may think it's not enough. However, what I found is that in most people that I've worked with, when they think that time is the reason why they don't take care of their finances, retrospectively, they're like, actually, it was because I was just afraid of looking at my finances. So it really wasn't that they didn't have the time. One is fear was the primary factor, but second was the fact that they just didn't create the time. So if this is important, I promise you create time for it. And it doesn't actually have to be a lot of time. Like anything else, the setup process will take some time. The initial steps will take some time. But honestly, when it comes to my own personal finance, it probably takes me about 30 minutes a month. Now, yeah, 30 minutes a month. At the beginning, it did take more time. But like anything else, you have to invest time at the beginning in order for it to pay off to you for you at the tail end of it. So number that number two point of this is taking too much time. It's actually a myth because it takes as much time as you choose to put into it. And you are already spending your time working. Maybe if you spent time actually figuring out those finances, you will be able to work less. And ultimately, the reason why all of us are trying to get this money stuff right is so we can have the freedom of time. So 
if you are not going to invest the time now, you are not going to be able to get the time later. It's just like money. If you don't invest it now, you're not going to be able to build it for the later. And that's just the bottom line. All right. So on to number three. I kind of cheated about number three a little bit, but it's a fact that it is complicated. <laughs> right. I thought the stuff was hard. That was what I thought as well. But the thing is this, it's, you know, it's that picture that we are painting ourselves. Is that story that we're telling ourselves over and over again that, oh my goodness, this stuff is hard. This stuff is complicated. I'm never going to get it right. It's the same way, you know, I, I look at my kids. Sometimes they're afraid of the dark, right? They're afraid of the closet. Like there's a monster in the closet. There's a monster in the closet. But the thing though is, the reason why they think there's a monster is because their brain, they're making a story about a monster in the closet. But until they actually look at the closet, like inside, they're like, actually, there are no monsters here. And that's the same thing when it comes to money. People think it's hard, it's complicated. And then once they actually breathe into it and find a story that makes them actually go towards it and not away from it, they're like, I cannot believe that this stuff was, I thought the stuff was hard. That's exactly the story that happened with me. And I hear this over and over and over again from a lot of the women physicians that I work with. It's one of those things. If you never start, it's not going to get easier, right? It's like trying to become a physician and going, oh my God, med school is so hard. I'm never going to start it. The funny thing is med school never got easier. We just learned how to study different. We just learned how to develop that part of our brain better so that everything became easy. So the bottom line is this, money is not hard. It's not complicated. We may think it is because of the story that we've told ourselves and the fear that we have, but the only way to make it easier is for you to actually start looking at it. And I promise you, it's going to be easier and easier and easier, all right? So that's what I have for number three. And then I'm gonna go for number four, which is I have too much debt. I hear that a lot right? And what happens is for most of us, we went into medicine, we did the whole med school stuff, and we're ending up with like multiple six figures in debt. And if you are like me, I was like avoiding all that. I was avoiding it. I wasn't looking at it. I was forbearing. I was for whatever I could do to just ignore it. And if that's you and you're listening right now, I want to tell you this. The worst thing you can do for your debt the worst thing you could do to your debt is avoid it because the lender, your loan company is hoping that you ignore it so that it can start to accumulate, right? I talked about compounding on a previous episode. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to check it out because compounding works for investment, but it also works for your debt. Whatever you owe, the interest accumulates and it compounds. And those people are literally hoping that you will just let it because you are their retirement plan. Yes, you are their retirement plan. And I'm not saying that in a way where I want you to hoard money, but ultimately, if you are making the decision to not pay it off, you want it to be a conscious decision. So again, my debt is too high. I don't want to look at it. The only way your debt will continue to accumulate is by you avoiding it. So if you stop avoiding it, you will actually create a plan for it. 
or at least you're more likely to create a plan for it. So again, if you think your debt is too high and therefore I don't want to look at it, I want to avoid it, that is actually already the worst case scenario. And it's time for you to pick a better alternative, which is to at least look at it. And I know that that can be hard sometimes. In fact, for me, one of the biggest things that I did when it came to my finances is realizing that I wasn't going to die by looking at it because my brain was telling me the story that I was going to die, but I'm still here. I'm not dead yet. And I figured it out. And so can you. So that's number four. And then number five, the last but not the least is if I can just make more money, things would be okay. Listen. I want you to make more money. However, if you've ever seen a leaky bucket before, what happens with a leaky bucket? You put in money into it or you put in water into it and it's just slipping right through the crack. And I cannot tell you how many physicians I've worked with where they were maybe earning a lot of income and then something happened, an illness happened, a pandemic happened, right? 2020, 2021, and their pay went down. And suddenly it's like, oh, snaps. Now the secret that I've had is not coming out. So whether you are earning multiple, whatever, multi six figures, seven figures in income or not yet, the bottom line is that more money is great. However, it will not fix a problem of a leaky bucket. So you may have heard about the statement of it's not how much you earn, it's how much you keep. I say how much you earn matters, but how much you also keep, save, and invest matters. And if you don't know how to do any of that, if you don't know how to fix that, you may be leaving paycheck to paycheck and you just may not know, right? So again, I want you to earn more money, but I'm if only I can earn more money is... If that is making you ignore the fact that you may have a leaky bucket, then what that means is that you're just going to have to earn a lot, lot, lot more money. And that also means that you actually are avoiding and missing the lowest hanging fruit. So those are the five myths. I would love to hear from you guys what your thoughts are. And listen, the goal for this is to stimulate your thinking. The goal of this is to help you think differently and understand that these are myths that we have. These are myths that I have. So if there's any of them that you identify with, you are not alone. And the goal of this platform is to help you identify them so you can fix them and you can get to create the life that you want. So if you've loved this episode, I want to hear from you. Send me a message. Let me know in the review section, because ultimately my goal is to help every woman physician have money and create the life that they want. And it starts with you. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a fabulous rest of the week. Hey, Doc, do you think your money life could benefit from a makeover? Trust me, you want to check out my workshop at moneyfeedmd.com forward slash makeover. This is where I teach women physicians how to redefine wealth. And you can access it today by checking out that link, moneyfeedmd.com forward slash makeover. See you soon. Bye-bye.